0: Welcome back to Better Call Jen. I'm your host, Jen, and your local South Florida realtor. Today, you're going to get some first-hand insight from a first-time homebuyer herself. We'll talk about why she decided to buy, her point of view on the home buying process, and the pros and cons she experienced. I definitely do not have enough time in the day to tell you all the amazing things about Monica but i'll start by telling you i met her in 2012 when she was leading team and training for leukemia lymphoma society her passion for nonprofit organizations including currently live like bella it just oozes i feel like you live for this stuff <laughs> and it's just so amazing i experienced firsthand how truly amazing you are you balanced this career Getting engaged and the entire home buying process all at the same time. So, welcome, my 2021 superhero, Monica Diaz. Hi. <laughs> well, we are going to jump right in to our first question because I feel like first time home buyers are going to be super eager to know about this process, not coming from a realtor, right? Yeah. Or a mortgage broker or a home inspector like her previous podcast episodes, but from a first time home buyer and that you experienced it very recently. Yeah. So, what made you decide to buy a home?
1: So, um, Jen, actually, as she said, we met back in 2012 and I've always, I always continued following her on social media. I watched her process, you know, with having Billy and all of that stuff. And when I got to the point in my life, thankfully I had lived rent free with my parents for all this time. So I was able to save and my parents were coming up on having to buy a house because their lease was up or rent. And I didn't want to be the reason that they had to get a bigger house because they needed room for me because I was thankfully, you know, financially able to sort of do it. So, um, I made the decision to do it. I mean, I had spoken, um, I think with you and Miriam probably a year prior when getting started of just like, this is what I want to do. The idea was to do this in 2020, but pandemic hit. So I'm just (laughs) like, let's not do this craziness. Um, but yeah, it was kind of more like a do it if not when, why not now? So, and thankfully it's like interest rates were down all of that, technical like mumbo like jumbo it, it was the, the right time It's just like you know my fiance and I had been together for three years and obviously the next steps you know were you know getting engaged just moving in all of that stuff so you know it kind of just seemed the right time so that's kind of I high. will
0: point out that I love that you made the decision pre-engaged yes like, yeah. you were just like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Like, yeah. I don't have to wait for anything. No.
1: And, and that was the biggest thing, because I think I had sat down with you, because the official process started, I think, January 2021 is when we, like, super hardcore started looking. But I had sat down with you, I think, the year before in March. So, like, actually, right before the pandemic, like, really, really hit, you and I were up the street at... at uh, Threefold. At Threefold. And I we remember sat down- we ate and everything.
0: Yes. That's so weird. I, it's super weird. So,
1: I had <laughs> sat down and I was like, okay... This is what I want to do, and I think I'm ready to do it. What do I need? Like, how do you buy a house? Because I don't know how to be an adult. I always said that I was like my. Thing. I was like, I don't know how to be an adult. So, how do I buy a house? Like, what's the first step? Like, what do I need to do? Because it's just like I knew I could do it. It's just like, what do I need to know? So, you kind of really, really guided me through that process. And then next was speaking with my financial advisor, speaking with Miriam, all of that stuff. To then it's just like, this is what you need to officially start doing it, and you know to make sure I stick within my budget, all of that stuff. So. You know, that's kind of what it led into it.
0: It's so, all like, snowballs.
1: Really fast. Really, really fast. It, like, was fast, and then it stopped. And then, like, it w- I, think I, I think I reached out to you, like, a little bit after Christmas. Like, okay, I'm officially ready. Like, yeah, we got this. Like, it's just, like, I have my savings account where I want it to be. And it's just, like, if I were to find a house tomorrow, I have the money to do it. And that's kind of was my mentality as well, that I did not want to be outside of my budget. I didn't want to be, like, you know, I guess, like held down by my mortgage payment like it's just like I want to be able to do this I want to be able to do it right and you know it was just the right time
0: yeah so it worked out. yeah so I didn't think that this was going to be a question but since you brought it up I feel like it's important how did your financial advisor help you with this process
1: so more than anything it's just like I'm as Jen has said I'm at like I'm a non-profit person so budget I'm like a crazy person when it comes to budgets and I never want to live above my means I never want to like Obviously, you know, things happen, all of that stuff, but it's just like, if I'm able to control my financial situation, I want to be able to. So I think it was after I spoke with you, you're just like, speak with your financial advisor. Cause it was all about, it's just like, Oh, I have my money in savings. I have my money in 401k saved in IRAs. It's just like how all the money that I have, what can actually be used. So you had suggested, you're like, speak with your financial advisor. When I sat down and spoke with him, I had asked him, I was just like, what should my budget be? And he's just like, well, go through your bank accounts and literally itemize what your monthly spending is. He's like, look at the past three months. He's just like, maybe it's a little tough to look at the past three months because the holidays. But even so, he's just like, "You, you have to start somewhere. Like, look at the last three months of your expenses. And where can you cut? Like, are you overspending in certain areas so that you can you know, just like readjust your finances. So you can make your mortgage payment. You can make your insurance payments. So all that stuff. So it was kind of like me backing into it. So what I did is I literally did that. I looked at my last three months of expenses. I kind of wrote everything down. It's just like, I'm probably spending too much on shopping, too much on shoes, too much on going out (laughs) to eat and all that stuff. And just those little minor tweaks kind of helped me because the other thing I had in my head, I was like, oh, I can use the money for my 401k. And it's just like, yes, I can. But since I currently wasn't contributing to my 401k because they we didn't, weren't providing it here, I couldn't pull from it. So that was money that was out of the question. So it was money that I ha- actually had to have in cash mm-hmm. to put that down. So that was a big, oh, gosh, I can't do it right now, so, which is kind of why it pushed through 2020 and the actual buying process started in 2021. So kind of like eye-opening because it's just like, you're just like, oh, yeah, you can always pull from your 401k. It's just like, not the case. Yeah. You can if you're currently contributing through your current employer. So it's this whole thing. If not, it's just not worth it because you're just paying another bill back. Yeah. So, so it was kind well, that's of that's good. That's that, good that
0: you were able to go through that process. Yeah.
1: You know, and it's, I mean, it's just things that you don't know. You just assume and it's not the case. And it's like, you can technically pull from it, but the paying it back, it's just like, it's not worth it. Yeah. You know? So, cause you have the mortgage payment and you have all that extra stuff. So it's just not worth it.
0: Remind me, did you encounter issues with student loans?
1: I didn't. Thankfully, okay. I didn't. I obvi- I have student loans, but I didn't encounter issues because my debt to income ratio was on. I think the I think if Mary, I think it, should, it has to be 43 percent or under your debt to income ratio. And thankfully, I was getting to a point where I was getting to the end of my car payment and my real my only big expense was my student loans. So thankfully, you know, it's like I wasn't paying rent. I wasn't doing all of that. You know, my credit cards, I had brought down all of my credit card bills, like everything down. So it's just like really the only thing was the um, student loan. So I was very, very strict about it. So I did all of that. And then thankfully, before I official started the official process, I was able to pay off my car. So that was also pulled off. I so do I remember.
0: Didn't. It was like a month before. Yes. Closing, I, was just I, like, I was just like, I paid off my car. How exciting. So you pay but, off your car and then all of a sudden you, yeah. you have a mortgage. Which, yes. So fun. I mean, it's amazing because really you shouldn't live in your car. So, no, you know,
1: correct. <laughs> Much appreciated.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. So um, I guess we went from what made you decide straight into what was the first step that you took in the process? So that was good that we were able to talk about that. Um, I feel like we kind of touched on this too, but let's see if we can go in a little deeper, any particular sacrifices you made to accomplish this?
1: So after I had sat down with my financial advisor and I had figured out what I wanted my monthly budget when it came to housing to be, um, the next step I took was actually sitting down with Miriam with a mortgage broker. And kind of, I asked her, I was just like, if I want my monthly expenses for my house, for everything having to do to my house to be under 1800, what is my buying budget? Cause I don't know. I have zero idea what that comes out right? to because yeah, it's not yeah, just like, professional. yeah, it's not just like, Oh, the house costs 250 divided that by, you know, 60 like whatever X amount of months. It's not the case. It's you have to take interest into account HOA fees, all of that stuff. So it's, I asked her, I was just like, anything that has to do with how much it is, I don't want it to be over X amount. Mm-hmm. So then that's how I backed into my number. And then, um, once I figured that out, it was kind of just like, what do I need? How much money do I actually need to make this happen? Like, what do I need to put down? Not only when it comes to putting money down, but also closing costs. Cause it's just like, oh yeah, I have 5%, but it's just like, hold on, double that. Cause you need closing costs, which I, at the time, obviously I didn't know. So, so it was, that was just a like, surprise. that was a surprise. And it's funny because we had put down a couple offers before we finally, before we finally found the place. And it was just like, when we were getting to the point of closing, I was like, hold on, wait, do I have enough? Do I... <laughs> so thankfully, thankfully the contract fell through and it didn't work out. So it also, I was able to save more. The other thing that actually helped, which this was, I think one thing that the pandemic actually helped me out. It's it forced me to save. Like, it's just like, I wasn't spending money on stuff. We were home all the time. We weren't going out. We weren't traveling. So it's just like, I made it a big, big point of saving. Mm -hmm. Like I just did. And thankfully I was able to, it's just like, you know, the stimulus checks came in. It was savings account. My, you know, 2019 income tax came in savings. So it was, that was my whole mentality. It's just like, I was not spending aimlessly. Like that's really what I was doing. That was my biggest, biggest thing because I didn't want, you know, I, I wanted to be able to afford it,
0: mm, yeah.
1: I wanted oh to gosh, be able yes. to afford it, you when know, it and it's that. just like, I didn't, I wasn't putting any form of, you know, I didn't want to ask my parents for money. I didn't want to ask for a loan. I did like, I, you know, the loan is my mortgage. That's, that was my mentality. It's just like, I want to be able to do it and I can do it. I just have to be smart about it. So that was the biggest thing is making sure that I was saving. So, and thankfully, I mean, thankfully, not thankfully the pandemic sucks, but yeah. it's, but it helped me save. It really, really did. You know, I feel like
0: it, it puts things into perspective. And the, um, the detail of you going to your financial advisor, to me, it kind of sounds like it sealed the deal for you. Because yeah. Forcing yourself <clears throat> to look at your finances is scary. Oh my gosh. I mean, I don't care how old you are and how much you've experienced. Yeah going back and really itemizing yeah. I mean I wouldn't want to do that right now it's, honestly <laughs> I, I was
1: like looking I was just like why did I spend $25 on lunch that's so stupid it's just like I went to the grocery store like hello I have food sitting in my fridge that I already paid it, it was just things like that so it was putting things back into perspective it really was and it's just like I mean I don't know it's just like you get spoiled and thankfully I'm blessed enough to have been able to live with my parents where I'm free so it's just like save but you know i have extra cash you know i can go shopping and it's just like it's not necessary
0: yeah
1: so it was like it was most of those bigger things it was just like is, are these purchases necessary mm-hmm. and it's just like and i can you can plan it's it's annoying but you can plan you really can yeah so that was kind of the approach i took especially for everything it's just like i mean i'm both my, my fiance now both of us are just like okay we want this like do we need to buy it? Do we really need it? Is oh, that something? Oh, so we this need... has lingered. Past? Oh my gosh, we're like on crazy like joint account, all what? of that stuff now. Yeah, <clears throat> you have those conversations yeah. now. It's just like, cause I mean, again, you're like entering into this new life with this. It's like I know that I can afford the house by myself, but it's just like, and I seem to forget. It's just like, hold on, wait. There's two incomes now. It's not just me. <laughs> so to, I mean, so I freak out, but and like he's all he's like, hello, like I'm here too. It's half and half. Hello. So I'm just like, duh. So, but yeah.
0: That's awesome. And I'm happy to hear that you guys are so cohesive with the process and that you're on the same page. It's really important, obviously. And I saw that, I think it was like maybe the middle point Mm -hmm. of... The this whole home buying experience, right? Uh, I feel like we're about to present an offer on one of the properties, and although this is a decision that you made on your own, and I think you guys got engaged like as we were looking at stuff. Yeah, right? so
1: we started hard, hardcore looking in January, and he proposed at the end of April. Okay. So yeah, so I think the first first offer I put was at that little place in Venetian Palm, the three yes. two. And I was just like, I want to put an offer, but I was like, he needs to see it though. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, because eventually it was, this going to be our home. And it's yeah. just like, I wanted him to be comfortable with it. It's just like, this is going to be our home. So that's kind of the approach I took. It's just like, I didn't at all want to pressure him whatsoever. But with the mentality of this is going to be where we eventually live.
0: Sure.
1: So that's kind of how we, bo- how we both took it. And it's just like, when I started this, I was just like, this is no pressure to you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing this because I want to do it. Like just FYI, like. Please don't feel he's like, no, he's like, if you can do it, do it. Go for it.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. I feel like he was always supportive. And in one of our conversations, at (laughs) least one of them, we hung up and you said, "Okay, I need to I need to call him now. Yeah. And I need to discuss this. And inside, I was my heart was like so happy. I think I told you, too. You did. You made me cry that
1: day. You sent me a voicemail. You're just like, I just want to let you know. I'll just like, please stop making me cry. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. I didn't think
0: that this podcast about first time home buying was going to be relationship. No, advice but it's too, true. But <laughs> I mean,
1: but it's true. It just, I mean, that's just how it was. And I think it I think it was back to the Venetian Palm place when his I think the first offer fell through. And I was just like, babe, you know, it fell through. Should we?" Get it? And he's just like he goes, don't offer something that we can't afford. He's yeah. just like he goes, there's going to be another place. If we're meant to get this place and he'll accept the offer we proposed. If not, it's not meant to be. He's just like, don't stress out about it. He's just like, he goes, there's other places. Yeah. He's just like, you're just so focused on this. We oh, because it's right there. And he's just like, if we can't do it, we can't do it. He's just like, we've both said it. He's like, we don't want to be like ahogando. Mm-hmm. like, you know, we don't want to be drowning in our debt. So he's like, You don't want to be house fr- poor. No, you That's don't. Sorry. That's
0: the bottom. You don't. Line.
1: So that was kind of the biggest. So he did. I I wish I was like, oh my God, I want it right now. He's just like, if we can't do it, we can't. And it's I'm telling you, the, the apartment we ended up buying, it's like we both walked into, we're just like,
0: this Put the it. offer on
1: now, like do it right now. Yeah. So, and it worked out.
0: And every other property that we saw or we presented offers on, I feel like it was like a nice little build up to the one you ended up with. Yeah. Because a lot of decisions were made in the process. Like when we originally started looking, we were just looking for a two bedroom. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we ran into at least one or two, three bedroom options in your yeah. budget. I got spoiled.
1: <laughs> that was the thing. We saw these places. I was like, wait, this is within my budget. It's a three, two. And then I just didn't want to go back. I was just like, wait why yeah so I think I got spoiled and every time we saw a place I'm like no I felt <laughs> so bad I was like Jen can we the I was just like I don't like it I don't like it and we Wait, we've been doing this since January we didn't close till August uh, it's just a long process it
0: is it is you know it's funny I'm so just used to it already but yeah I don't I don't realize that it feels it does feel like a long process yeah on, on the buyer's side but this is like reality. You you work full-time. You work for a nonprofit. You have a budget. Yeah. And is it okay for me to say the budget that we were looking yeah, with? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, So we were looking at 250000 and under. Yeah. And I just want to say that out loud so that other buyers can realize that we are in an insane market. And you were in the midst of it yeah. in 2021. Yeah. But we conquered. We found we, a three-bedroom, two-bath. We
1: found handfuls of them. We did. We
0: found... And the, the annoying
1: part was, and it's, I mean... The reason that w- I think we had put three offers, I think this one was either our third or our fourth, I can't remember, but I had kept getting beat out by cash offers mm-hmm. and it was so frustrating because I, w- I was within that budget that people are able to do cash offers. And it's just like, and I was not budging on my budget. I was like 250 or under. I was like, I don't even look at anything that's over it. Like I just don't want to. I don't want to torture myself with mm-hmm. that. So I was super, super strict. And Jen did a really good job of like putting me on like the emails and every property I got was two fifty or under. Yeah. It was not anything over and and it's funny, just because it's 250, you know, didn't mean that the HOA didn't bump it up still over my monthly budget. So those were the other things to take into account. When I was looking at it, she would call me. She's just like, look at the HOA. We may not want to look at it. <laughs> I was like, you're right. OK, forget it. Don't don't do it. so because it's you're just like, oh, cool, 250. It's within my budget. So like, but is it really? So it was just like all of those little things that I, you and Miriam did a good job of, like giving me those numbers up front. It's like these are the numbers that you have to look for on these line items. So it was it was a lot of hand holding.
0: Oh, much appreciated like handholding, <laughs> much appreciated handholding,
1: but it was. Yeah. I mean, they're just things you don't realize. You yeah. Don't.
0: Yeah. I, I was also, I was very appreciative of Miriam's uh, help in the yeah. process because it doesn't, sometimes it's two or three properties. Sometimes it's 10, 20 that we're calling Miriam saying, Hey, can you run these numbers for yeah. us? And just for whoever's listening, run the numbers means. This is what we're gonna offer. This is what the association fees are. These are the estimated taxes. Can you just tell me what my final payment is to make sure that it fits? Yeah, in budget? with
1: insurance, with HOA, with everything. So, and that's the thing. I mean, within my budget, we were we were really only mostly looking at apartments or condos. We just were. Yeah. So I mean that's just what worked out, and I don't think I was ready for a house house.
0: No, <laughs> too
1: much responsibility. I can <laughs> Little by little. Oh
0: my gosh! No, I <laughs> yeah. agree. I feel like um, you have to start somewhere, and a lot of first time homebuyers they they want to skip a few steps. Yeah, and look, if you're able to, I will be your cheerleader. Go I, for yeah, it! Yeah, let's do it together. Um, but what I wanna make sure is that first time homebuyers understand that it's okay if you buy a condo first. You know, even if you want a two or three bedroom, go buy a one bedroom instead of renting. Yeah, if you
1: can, if you really can, because that was the thing. It's just like I mean, both George and I were just like, I mean, George works from home. I I mean, I work here obviously from my office, but it's like I'm a lot of in and out. So it's just like having at least a second bedroom, if not a third, was important for us because he he's stuck on a computer. on on the phone. So it's just like, he has to be in an area. He can't be in the middle of the house. So it's like having his office in the living room wasn't going to work. Yeah. So it was things like that. So it's just like, yeah, two bedroom was ideal, but the three bedroom, once we saw those properties with the three bedroom, we're just like, no, this would be ideal. This would be great because we knew it wasn't going to be our, it's not going to be our forever home, but it gives us time to grow into it and all of that stuff and not have to be like, okay, we've been married for a year and a half. You know, who knows what happens? You know, if I get pregnant, whatever it may be we need another George, bed. don't freak out no don't freak out <laughs> <laughs> but i mean it's true it's just like thankfully we have the ability to grow into the space and we're not like a oh my gosh we've outgrown it there's not enough room here so you know we have that luxury
0: it, it really is a good per- uh, first time purchase yeah. for you i can see you there at least five years yeah at least minimum and you're going to build equity on that without a yeah. doubt you're going to be able to rent it after yeah, or so- sell it
1: If we're able to, I mean, the, hopefully the idea would be that we can keep it and we can rent it, you know, financially, if we're able to, that would be, you know, the goal. Yeah. I think it's a good goal. I think it's going to happen. Yeah.
0: Um, so we're going to take a little break from the first time home buying conversation because I really, I love what you do. Thanks. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's a, you know, I, I don't really think I understood what nonprofits were until I joined team and training. Mm -hmm. And team and training called me at like perfect timing. You know, it was um, like 10 years, I think, that my dad had passed away Mm. of leukemia. Yeah. And I just get this random phone call from somebody in team and training. I think you knew who it was. I can't remember. It was a guy. Adam. Adam. I remember. Okay. And man, Adam hooked me good. Yeah. He like pulled at my heartstrings. He was really good at it. (laughs) And all of a sudden, I was like, the next day, I think, I went to, was it Footworks? Footworks probably. I met Ines. And somehow she convinced me not to do a half marathon, but to do a full marathon. So I in San Fran. Jesus, oh my goodness. in San Francisco, exactly. I mean, it went. I remember. It, it's so it, crazy. Yeah. It, yeah, it was one of the best experiences, yeah. honestly. And then now you are with another nonprofit, yes. right? Yes. So I,
1: um, I'm the senior director of community partnership for the Live Like Bella Childhood Cancer Foundation. We are a small but mighty team of three, mm-hmm. um, and I mean we're. Um, committed to being the leaders in childhood cancer research and advocacy, um, while also providing financial and emotional support for families whose children are battling cancer. So um, the childhood cancer world, unfortunately, is extremely underfunded. and There's not very many resources for families. So that's what we're here for. You know, we're raising money for childhood cancer research, which we're making huge strides in the state of Florida. There's currently 35 pediatric cancer research trial happening in the state of Florida, thanks to um, the funding that we get through the Department of Health. Um, that they solely allocate money to childhood cancer research which hasn't happened in any other state Um, and then on a day-to-day basis we're also helping um, families financially you know just like if your kid gets sick um, and there's two parents involved one of you guys has to stop working so things like paying your mortgage, paying your rent, all of those day-to-day things become difficult because you go from a dual-income household to a single-income household. You also have the added expenses of medical bills, all that stuff. So we're here to kind of try and alleviate some of that stress by helping on the financial side. So helping people pay for their rent, their electricity, their utilities, whatever it may be. And we pay the bills directly. We never give the families cash. And um, if they need assistance with groceries or gas, we send them in the form of gift cards. And then our third and final line of service is our memorial support. So in the unfortunate circumstance that the child passes, we help cover the cost of the funeral memorial services. So we're helping in all 50 states in the United States and in 36 countries outside the United States. So oh, wow. which goes to show you that there's a lack of resources. So the help is yeah. is much, much needed. And, you know, kids are getting sick and, you know, we got to we got to do what we got to do. So. Yeah.
0: You want to tell me about the three T's?
1: Yes. So we, um, whenever we talk to our volunteers, our donors, whatever it may be, we always really focus on the three T's, which is time, talent, and treasure. So pretty much anyone can give them, give of themselves in either of those ways. You know, if you don't, if financially, if you don't have the treasure to do it, you can still give of your time, you know, just like. Um, If you can't, you know, if you don't have the time to do it, you know, it's just like maybe your talent. It's just like we have here in the office, one of um, our volunteers pretty much put this mural together of Mm -hmm. Bella's memory. And this was his talent. So he not only gave up his talent, but he also gave his time. This took him like four months. So he would come (laughs) in here on Sundays, just hang out and. So he took the time to sit with Bella's family, listen to stories of her memory. And he pretty much put this here in the office. So it's a really cool presence and memory to have here. So, you know, it's people can, you know, help in any way. It's just like, obviously, yes, donations are super, super needed. The need is very great, but there are other ways to help. So you can always visit LiveLikeBella.org or follow us on all social medias at LiveLikeBella. So, yeah.
0: Amazing. And we'll put everything in the show notes to make it nice and easy and to donate um and then you and I just have to talk later because I definitely want to do something. I don't know. It has to be my time.
1: Yes. We'll figure something we out. We will. We'll I know figure we something will. out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so on to the next question. What did you do to make the process easier? And I know we've we've actually I feel like we've talked about a couple of things yeah. that we did, but Is there anything else that you can think of that made this process easier for you?
1: So I asked every and any question. I was the type of person that no question is dumb. So I would call or text Jen with just like, what does this mean? What does this mean? And I, excuse me, I wrote everything down in my notes. Like every question you can think of, like, I had no idea what Homestead Extension was. So I called, I was like, it's probably a dumb question, but what does this mean? (laughs) Because it's just things you don't know. So it's just like, I had zero pena, like, asking because I don't know so it's you know I mean Jen and Miriam did a really good job of just like constantly answering my questions and it's I mean because I'm I'm the type of person that it's just like I need to know yeah I need to know so I don't like going into things blindly um my fiance likes to call it controlling I just like to call it detail oriented (laughs) personally so (laughs) he's just like yes we know I was just like Um... I just need to know So that was my biggest thing. It was asking all sorts of questions. Like, what's a DU? What's, Mm -hmm. you know, what are closing costs? What, I mean, what is needed? Like, it's just like, do I need insurance? Do I not need insurance? What's the difference between apartment and a condo? What's an HOA? What's like, it was all of these things that it's just like, again, I don't know how to be an adult. So (laughs) what are are all these things? So that was, I think, my biggest thing. It was just like asking every question that I just had no idea what it meant I would ask. So that was think my biggest thing and it also just made me more comfortable during the process as well because it's i mean it's funny i now talk to like my coworker. she's you know she's like how did you buy the house and how did you do all this stuff i was like this is what i did we had to do a double mortgage and this is what this means and it covers this and if it doesn't have reserves and it was it was just all of this stuff that now i know but it's like jen was doing the exact explanation she's like okay if the condo has reserves blah 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 so it was just it was all of that so it was just like making sure i had those questions so i can like like, educate myself and go into the process feeling like I knew what I was doing.
0: Yeah. So, that's amazing. I, I work with so many different personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the forms is completely the opposite. I yeah. have buyers that do not ask any questions and they don't want to know what they're getting themselves into. And can I tell you, some part of me is like, oh my God, are you sure you're making the right decision? Because yeah. <laughs> if you don't know what you're getting yourself into, it's terrifying. Yeah. it It really really is is. like i kind of i don't want to say i force it on the buyers but i'm like okay let me just give you like the basic info so you at least have somewhat of an understanding right of this home buying process instead of going in completely blind but i love the way you did it i like that you were very prepared I mean, to the point where you closed and you can still explain things, that's on point. Yeah. That's really good.
1: <laughs> I could I could, I c- I c- I c- do it. I could figure it out, it's kind of.
0: <laughs> Forget about Better Call Jen. Just call Monica. Just call Monica. And then
1: I'll call Jen and it'll just get, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so we only want honesty, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about the overall process and would you do it again? <laughs> I mean...
1: It's, it's, I think you, I think I called you one day and I was just like in tears. I was just like, oh my God, this is so frustrating. It was when we found about like the double mortgage that we needed the loan ahead of time, all of this stuff. And I was just like, this is insane. I've been, we've been at this for two months and how can we do this now? I, and I, I like lost it. I like got to like wit's end and I was just crying and Jen just like, she goes, it's a stressful process. It is a stressful process. She's like, but once you close, you're going to forget about it and you're going to want to do it again. So I think you told me, she's like, it's like (laughs) childbirth. I think that's what you told me. You're just like, you're going to... It hurts, but you're going to want to do it again. So I think that was the biggest thing. It's just like, yes, I would do it again. I mean, George and I are so, so happy with our little apartment. We're like doing things to it. We just painted the walls. We got the floors. So it's exciting. It yeah. is. But it's it's a stressful, exhausting process just because you don't know. And I think that's the biggest. And just like, you don't go to college. It's just like, how to buy a house 101. Oh, yeah. It's just like sign up for that class. And it's, I think... For me, that was the biggest frustration was not knowing things, mm-hmm. and it's just like not knowing. It's just like another surprise, another surprise. And it was just like, uh, and it was all surprises that weren't surprises. I think to you and Mary, I'm like, no, this is normal. And I'm just like, uh this is so frustrating. So I think that was the biggest thing. And it's just like, thankfully having like a team of people with me, like pushing through this. It's like kind of like what I said. It's just like, yes, I would do it again, but it was, it's an exhausting, frustrating process. And it was like, I mean, outside of that, it was just like, I had work, we had gotten engaged. It was, I mean, my parents moved. So it's just like my parents were also going through the home buying process. So it's like, we moved in July. Then I closed in August. It was just like, it was a lot of stuff happening at one time. And then, you know, but it worked out.
0: So another honest question, were you upset that they closed on their property first? no no, no. You,
1: I was actually super sweet <laughs> no I wasn't I, I mean I was just like seriously like they found something but my think that I was just like please tell me you have room for me because I haven't found a place <laughs> your parents <laughs> that are the was, best of course yes, they got room that for was so that was the biggest thing it's like thankfully they closed on a house that is you know four bedrooms and there was room for me but again it's just like you know, it's just like, well, I haven't found my place. It's just like at this point I was engaged. It's like, OK, I guess now we haven't like our deadlines, April yeah. of 2022, because we get married in May. Um, but thankfully, you know, we closed August 5th or 8th, August 5th or 8th, one of those two. So that was, you know, it worked out and it was right. I kid you not. Actually, we had already put we had already, I think, approved everything or we're about to approve everything once my parents had moved in. But we were waiting because oh, we yeah, had yeah, given yeah. them that extra time.
0: And I think uh, also the, because it was tenant occupied and the tenant's lease was up at the end of August. That was one of the things that we were waiting for. And then all of a sudden the tenant moved.
1: Yeah, they we're moved like, oh, super okay. early. Yeah, because yeah. we weren't supposed to close till September. Yeah. And we close at the beginning of August. So it was, you know, it worked out, but it was, I mean, and I think that was another thing. I mean, you would call me, you're just like, so they have another offer and it's a cash offer, but they're not wanting to wait. So I think they're going to go with your offer. I'm like, I'll give them as much time as they need. As long as they're out by April, I don't care. No, it
0: was an advantage. Yeah, it was definitely an advantage. And it's one of those things like. I, I can't remember if it's an Instagram post I did or if it was a recording I did for Tuesday's episode, but one of the things that I, I always do, I talk to the other realtor to get some feedback yeah. on what's going on on the seller side Yeah. and or their tenants, yeah. right? Because the more you know and the more you're informed then you know how to handle the yeah. deal. Like if we would have said, oh, we want to close fast without asking, Yeah. they could have just decline their offer yeah and we would have been up in the air like oh my god but why we wanted to close fast it's not always a good thing no and thankfully i mean
1: again thankfully i had the luxury of not and i was i needed the quickness because of my parents but thankfully they closed on a place that had room for me so it's just like okay i can i have a little bit of time and they needed the time. So I was like, for sure, I don't care. I don't need it right now. And again, it was I was able, with that time frame, I was able to save more. So it, it worked out. It did. But it was, I mean, but it's it's funny. I had, when my parents, because I think I had started talking to you. I start obviously talking to you about this process before my parents did. But I told, I walked into the house. I was like, you, when you guys move, you need to use Jen. You have no idea. Because <laughs> my parents had gone through a roller coaster of, they had moved a lot. And they had gone through a roller coaster of just bad experiences with the renting and house buying process. And I was just like, Jen has to, like Jen will guide you and show. And I, I think that was I, the biggest thing on both of us was having that sanity that you were taking care of it. Because I don't like it. Not all situations are like that. Yeah. And not all realtors know to ask these questions, all that stuff. Or if, I mean, I don't know if they do. Maybe they do. But it, it, that was the biggest thing. I think that was like the comfort of. Knowing that it's just like, no, I already asked. Oh, no, Mm -hmm. this is why it's taking so long. This is why. And it's like having an answer. I think that was the biggest blessing because, again, it's a frustrating process. Yeah. And you're just like, I mean, there's two sets of people working on two different timelines. And I think that's it gets frustrating. Well,
0: the interesting part is it's it's not two sets of people. It's like a dozen. It's a bajillion.
1: You're right. It is.
0: So so many people are involved with the home buying process. Um and I don't think a lot of people know that no. or understand that, right? Because it's, okay, it's you, me, Miriam, the owner's realtor, the seller itself, mm-hmm. right? And then we had Costa's office that closed. Yes, that the inspector. Us. The inspector.
1: The appraiser. The
0: uh, The underwriter. Costa's assistant, Chanel. I mean, we're at 10, and that's like just like scratching the surface. And then some
1: random it. guy kept calling me. His name's Anthony, who now does all of my um my insurance. I was just oh, like, yeah. hey. I was just like, he's like, hey, Miriam introduces me. I was like, oh, yeah. Hi, I need insurance. Okay. So it's, and it's just like random stuff that pops up. The association people. The association, oh, the association people. Yes, the association. Stay on good terms with your association. They
0: all go to a special school. Yeah. They're all all crazy, (laughs) is what it is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I was really happy that your parents did the same thing that you did. Mm -hmm. They actually called me a year before. Yeah we actively started looking yeah and we had a great yeah they called you in the middle of the
1: pandemic i remember they were yeah. in their bedroom no we fourth were of
0: july weekend fourth
1: of july weekend and they realized that miriam lived two do- two doors down from us
0: that is because of your dog. because of our dog my it's... dad's
1: dog and my dog no, no, my dad's dog <laughs> that
0: was that was insane yeah an insane crazy mm-hmm. coincidence but at the same time it's like was it a coincidence
1: huh the mm-hmm. word doubt no, god incidents.
0: yeah oh i like that yeah i like that that's awesome yeah all right. So we have one more question for you and it's looking back and maybe we already covered this, right? If we did, it's okay. Uh, what stands out the most to you? It could be something you were surprised by, didn't expect, didn't understand or all of it. <laughs> Pros and cons. Like, what uh, can you think I mean, of? I
1: feel like we've covered a lot of it. Um, but I think, Oh, that's a good question.
0: I, or even now, as a homeowner, like po- like post closing, yeah. has anything happened that you're like, oh man, I didn't expect that. Or I think was- I
1: think the biggest surprise to me was when we were closing. Like, I didn't realize that I had to get approved by the association mm-hmm. to buy the property. I'm just like, I'm buying your property. Don't you want me to live there? So, <laughs> like, hello. I think that was big. I was just like, hold on, wait. So I have to fill out this application. Get all my stuff go to the property office, drop it off, then wait for them to approve it. it. That I think that was the most surprising thing. And then I also needed stuff from them to close, which Costa's office did such a great job of like being on top of them. Mm-hmm. And then like, cause you don't want my upset, angry side to come out. And I was just like, you guys are holding us from closing, like, hello. So I think that was the biggest surprise. It's just like, I don't know. I guess I assumed it's just like, you guys are a management company. Like you do this all the time. I feel like they would have that stuff like, at hand that they don't and I think that was I think that was the biggest surprise because I mean obviously like the surprises came with everything in between and all that stuff but it was everything that like the stuff that came as a surprise it was stuff that you guys had already told me about like it's like doing like the piggyback loan and all that stuff like I I knew that that was an option so it's just like I wasn't surprised when it happened Mm -hmm. but I think the stuff I didn't realize like I don't know, I assume, like, you guys are a homeowner association. Like, obviously, like, that's what you do. So I think that was the biggest surprise.
0: Well, that's interesting. And and the thing uh, about associations that a lot of people don't know is that the president, vice president, secretary, treasurer, um, at least typically two of those people have to approve your application. Right. And these are people that volunteer. They don't get paid for this. Well,
1: yeah. So the president loves me so much that I am not the treasurer. No! We have our board meeting tonight. she called, she, George and I were at the apartment on Saturday and she knocked on her. She's like, we have a board meeting on Monday. I was oh like, how did I get on the board? She's like, I nominated you. And I was oh like, oh
0: great but that's that's so, like you you're meant for that though. I
1: know I'm a crazy person I know you're I know totally but George is just like perfect. I knew you were gonna end up on the board I was just like stop and leave
0: me alone that
1: is so, so great yeah I'm
0: extra excited that you did that and I had like, no idea
1: I did it I didn't know she just but she's like I nominated you I'm just like because I got the all and I called her. I was like why is my name on this and she's just like I nominated you and I'm just like okay well oh. Uh, okay. Oh, that's, a, that's another it, surprise. That question. Up, yeah, surprise. <laughs> I guess if you, like, become friends with, like, the little old lady who does this, oh the president of the board, she'll put you on the board. I mean, I don't, I don't know. We'll see what tonight holds, but oh, I'm,
0: I'm, I, I want feedback yeah. on that.
1: Well, it's, it's, I mean, I think the biggest thing is it's just like, I, because I ask a lot of questions, I had like a laundry list of questions for like the HOA and for the management company. I'm just like, what needs approval? Are there certain vendors we have to use? Because again, we, we didn't have, we didn't do a lot of work to the apartment at all. We just had the advantage that the apartment was empty. Mm-hmm. So like the quotes that we were getting back for painting and floors were obviously cheaper because they didn't have to deal with furniture. So we left it as empty. We left it empty. So we could do all that stuff. So, but apparently we had to get approvals to put the floors in because they need to make sure that the company you're using is licensed, has a proper permitting, all of that stuff. Apparently I was supposed to also do that with the painting, but I didn't. So we did that anyways. (laughs) But I mean, there's certain things that I get and I don't, but it's just the laundry list of questions. And, um, I mean, just making sure that I guess that I'm a very organized type A person when it comes to stuff like that. So it's, I mean, making sure, because again, it's just like, not everyone's on my timeline as much as I wish everyone was. (laughs) Not everyone's on my timeline. So it's like making sure that it's just like, nothing puts a delay on it. Yeah. So, and it's just like, I don't want to be an obnoxious, annoying neighbor. It's just like, I want to be respectful. It's like, I'm living in a building with 32 other units. It's just like, hello. So as much as I would hope for them to respect my space, I want to respect theirs. So, you know, but it's our home and we want to take care of it. So. You know, yeah, and now. now you
0: get to sign on somebody's approval.
1: Now I'm on the board.
0: <laughs> Great. Well, that was surprising to me. Yes. So that that's pretty cool. I really do want to hear how your first meeting went. Yes. Um, And we'll just wrap it up. Thank yeah. you so much. No,
1: thanks for picking me. I had to, when Jen told me that she's doing these podcasts, I was just like, I will be a first bound. Like, I will tell you everything. <laughs> Because I was like a type A ask every question, but it's again, not everyone knows for home yeah. buying is stressful. And first time home buying is even more stressful because you actually don't know what you're getting into. So yeah. I appreciate all the help that you had that you guided me through because it's not easy. It's not an easy process. Yeah. So well,
0: yeah. I'm glad we were able to do it together. I, I would have never guessed honestly, no. that in 2012, we would fast forward to this. I moment. know had would have no clue. And my honestly. dad asked
1: me, he's like, how did you stay in contact with Jen? I was just like, Instagram. And it wasn't even like really contact, but we just followed each other. Yeah. And then I just reached out. I was like, hey, Jen, I know you're still a realtor. Um, I'm thinking of home buying. And I think my biggest thing, especially when going with a realtor, it's just like everyone has like a cousin, an uncle who's It's like, I wanted someone who was not related, who didn't know any form of family. I was just like, I want someone who's here to help me in the process. Yeah. That's not doing me a favor. You know and it's just like that's kind of really what it was and my parents had the same experience with you and it was i mean I yeah. know your
0: family stuck with me. I
1: know. <laughs> I know. I know. You have to come see the house and you have to I'm come see our apartment. It. Okay. it looks like a completely different place. So yeah. make it
0: happen. Yes. Yeah, thank uh, you. No, thank
1: you. Thank you, thank you.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today. I really hope all this information is helpful and it just gives you a better understanding on how to navigate this first time home buying process a little bit easier. Please don't hesitate to ever call me, text me, DM any questions you may have on the home buying process. Also, don't forget to subscribe and follow me on your favorite social media site.